Let me start this message by saying thank you very much to every member of um, Ikuyi Baptist Church. I know that many, many people in Ikuyi Baptist Church know me as friend of um, Pastor Abayomi Lawa. Ironically, you may be right, but you may be wrong also. You may be wrong because he became my friend in my time of adversity. He became my friend in a time when it was most difficult for both myself and my wife. As Director of Development and Public Relations in the Nigerian Baptist Theological Seminary, we needed, I needed money because my boss then, Professor Obaje, was in Abuja serving the president of Nigeria at that time. And I, the, the, the responsibility rested on my, on my shoulder to look for money to pay for salaries of the uh, workers in the seminary. And that's how I came to become a friend of Dr. Abayomilawa. We knew each other. He, he, marries, he married my sister. Oh, we knew each other very well. But not as closely as we became when we needed money to pay for the services in the seminary. By the time we started Smith International Baptist Academy, Professor Obadje was afraid. Where are we going to get money to do this? I was the chairman of a bank at that time. So I, we, we deposited our house, the only good house that we have, to get loan to start Smith International Baptist Academy in Obumosho, both myself and my wife. I'm telling you, children of God, this message is for you. And you will not go empty-handed today in the name of Jesus. Please, don't clap for Abayomilawa. Clap for Jesus. When we were leaving the seminary, I was a teacher of Christian preaching. I teach, I taught Christian preaching in the seminary. And there was only one thing that I needed more. Both myself and my wife, we didn't have PhD. We wanted a PhD. And we took a decision. We wanted to sell our house so that we can go and study for PhD. And I looked around. I took the name of four pastors. One of them happens to be Reverend Dr. Abayo Milawa. I said, we want to sell our house. He said, why is that? I said, we want to go and study in the UK. I said, ah. <laughs> and that's why you want to sell your house. I said, ah. The Bible says a person is looking for something that is precious to him. He found a land where it is hid. He sold everything he had in order to get it. And he said, please, wait a minute. Give me a, a, few, a few days and we will speak again. It was not too long before we left for England. And he brought me to Ikuyi. That day when we arrived, I, I thought he was going to introduce somebody who would buy the house to me. Rather, he took me in his car and he said, we are going to the bank. Dikinara was the name of the man we went to meet in the bank. And he said, some members of Ikuyi have contributed some money. And they exchanged it to the pastor and they gave it to us. So if they say, if he, if he stands there now today and he says, you see, 
uh, they are doing this in Liverpool, they are doing that in Liverpool. It started from inside this room. Albeit in the old sanctuary there. My beloved brothers and sisters, the only privilege that both myself and my wife have is to say thank you to all of you. It was through adversity. The house that we used as collateral for the Nigerian Baptist Theological Seminary so that we can get some money to start a school because my wife was so passionate about it that we should start a secondary school. And I'm glad that the Smith International Baptist Academy remains in the seminary till this minute. But Ikoyi, you, you paid a lot of money. You paid a lot of... Clap for yourself. To God be the glory. That is how Abayo Milawa became my friend. He became my friend so that he can meet my, he could meet my need. <laughs> Beloved children of God, why should I become a disciple of Jesus? Ask the person by your side, why are you a disciple of Jesus? Uh-huh. The quickest answer anybody will give is so that I can enter into eternal life. That's the quickest answer everybody will give. And that's the quickest answer anybody will give. But from the passage we read today, we are going to see how the, wo- how the water of the word of God will flow from inside this sanctuary that the Lord has created for himself from the foundation of the earth. I thank God for this sanctuary. The water of the word of God will flow from here to the entire world today in the name of Jesus. Because that passage we read today seems to provide another answer why we are disciples of Jesus Christ. We live in the present world where we are facing challenges, joblessness, childlessness, sickness, failure, lack of companionship, all kinds of problems. In fact, Nigeria has one now that they call recession, lie of the devil. Tell the people who say Nigeria are in recession. Tell them that it's a chartered accountant. Maybe you don't know I'm a chartered accountant. Oh, yes. Tell them there are two ways that the economists have found by which you can cope with your expenses. The economists say reduce your costs and increase your propensity to make more money. But I know, I know the third one which is not in economics. Do both. Do both. Why will Nigeria be in recession when the budget is getting bigger? That does not show recession to me. That is not a country in recession. That's a, that's a, that's a prodigal country. I don't have any apology to anybody to say that. Why? Will you not reduce all of us? Let's stand up and reduce the package of the, of the, of the, of the people in, in, in government. Let's, let's tell them, reduce your package. Their packages are increasing. The masses are suffering. Oh, woe betide Satan. I thank God that I'm a Baptist child. Many people ask me questions. He said, Sir, you have been chairman of bank 
for five years, commercial bank or that matter in this country, Nigeria. Where is the money? I said, which money? Am I, going to, am I supposed to steal it? You will not steal. You will not beg. You will not borrow. But in the name of Jesus, please listen to me. What is Jesus' view about the reason why we are his disciples? In John chapter 17, he said, Father, I am going back, I am coming back to you. But these my disciples, they will be in the world. And they are not supposed to be of the world. Please listen to me and listen very attentively because you from today, all the problems that you are carrying in your heart and they are beginning to weigh you down, they are going away totally from today in the name of Jesus. I tell you, Jesus said, I pray for my own disciples. In fact, are you shocked to say to hear this? Jesus said in verse 9 of John chapter 17, he said, I do not pray for the world. I pray for my own followers, for my own disciples. Father, be with them. In the name of Jesus, God will be with you. And you will occupy the position he has given you from the foundation of the earth in the name of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 10, so that when you go out, sincerely speaking, all of us, every one of us here today, must bring one person into this church. Everyone. And if everyone brings one person to this church, then we may be looking for another expansion. Unfortunately, we have to do it. Because it's a job that Jesus has taught us to go and do. But he has not only sent us to go and save souls. Are you shocked to hear that? Matthew chapter 10, that's where Jesus wrote his agenda. He said, and as you go, preach, saying that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. But when he got to verse 8, he said, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. It means that Becoming a disciple of Jesus is like a bird flying with two wings. You are looking for eternal life, but you are also looking for life in abundance. So, abundant life and eternal life is the agenda of Jesus. Jesus wants us to come to him in his kingdom at the end of the day, but we are here now. And he recognized it. He said it in John 17 that we are here. And that's why he freed his disciples from the hand of their oppressors. And he will free somebody here today in the name of Jesus. He will liberate somebody here in the name of Jesus. Somebody will be delivered here today in the name of Jesus. Plug your hair with one hand, that air that is troubling you, I command that ache in the air to disappear now in the name of Jesus. We are not going to have any joke with Satan here today. We are here for serious business. We are not here to, we are not here to, to see Pastor Lawa. We are here because Pastor Lawa says, come, Jesus is here. And truly I'm telling you, Jesus is in the Kohi Baptist Church. I am telling you, I know it. Jesus is in the Kohi Baptist Church. Because I knew when you were going to start this building. 
the last time I preached, it was in the former sanctuary. It was glorious. It was, in, it was a glorious place. But see what God has done for you. I thank God Almighty for you. And I praise his name. There is no greater thing to do for God than to give him the best. The house of God. According to Pastor Lawa, I said, why did you, in fact, why did you, Ikoyi people, think of something like this? He said, because the house of God should be the best in the vicinity where it is. And it is the best. And it will continue to be the best. Because we are talking about the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. The message God has sent me to you today. Freed to enjoy life in abundance. Let somebody say so. Say, I am freed to enjoy life in abundance. I'm going to show you very quickly four things that the disciples of Jesus did that made me know that they were freed to enjoy life in abundance. And all of us are going to eat corn before we leave this place today. We will be eating corn. At the end of this message, we'll be eating corn. We'll be enjoying corn. Because that's exactly what the disciples of Jesus ate that brought trouble to them. The disciples of Jesus were passing with Jesus in a grain field and they became hungry just like some of you you are now childless some of you you are now jobless some of you you are now sick and you are following Jesus that's exactly what the disciples were doing and they were accused by the Pharisees let me tell you it was not the disciples they were after the Pharisees were not after the disciples they were after Jesus because they didn't ask the disciples any question. The disciples were eating corn. Please, do you know how to eat the mouth organ? Corn. We are enjoying this country a lot. Oh. They were eating corn. Nobody faced the people who were eating corn. They now faced the person who was not eating corn. They said, why are your disciples walking? They were walking on the Sabbath. I saw that the disciples did Four things which I want you to do. Number one, they followed the advocate of the guiltless. They followed the advocate of the guiltless. The story in this question is very, very simple, but legally complex. It's very, very complex legally. Those of you who are lawyers, please forgive me. Jesus is a master lawyer. This particular text showed me very clearly how Jesus can defend you in any situation and how he will defend you in every circumstance today in the name of Jesus. God commanded the children of Israel not to walk on the Sabbath, true of us. True. In Deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 14, he says, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it, you shall do no work. You, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your ox, nor your donkey. Nobody must work on the Sabbath. That's the law. Every believer needs an advocate. I'm telling you the truth. 
When the devil rises up against you like a flood, God will bring up his standard against him. Another law of God allowed what the disciples did. It's also in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 23:25. He says, When you come into your neighbor's standing grave, you may pluck the hairs with your hand, but you shall not use a sickle on your neighbor's standing green. When you are going inside your neighbor's farm, God says, and you are hungry, you can use your hand to pluck some corn and begin to eat it. But you must not take a knife or a matchet and begin to cut it. So the disciples did not use a knife. They did not use a matchet. They were using their hands to pluck the corn. So you can see that there is something for them that the Lord has put in the law. But did this law absolve them? But they were doing it on the Sabbath. Ah! They were doing it on the Sabbath. The disciples, at that point, they needed an advocate, true or false. They needed a lawyer who would defend them. That they plucked the corn was not the offense. The offense was that they were plucking it on the Sabbath. Those who are accusing you, the accusers of brethren who are running after you, what they are running after you about is not because of what you have done. They want to make you uncomfortable. But God is your advocate. Jesus is your advocate. Let me tell you something. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 1, it says, my little children, these things are right to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ, the righteous. I want to tell you something. Lawyers who are here can bear me out. If you have a case in court and you call a solicitor to defend you, you have to be present in court. You must be present. Because when they call your case, they will bring you up as the accused. But if you, are, if you have the services of an advocate, you may go on holiday when your case is tomorrow. When they call the case, the advocate will come up and say, I am standing in for the accused. Jesus is that man. Who is standing up for you? Is the advocate with the father. Is the one who is able to take care of all those anxieties that is running on in your mind. Let me tell you, the radiance of a person does not remove the anxieties of his life. Jesus is the advocate with the Father. And every believer needs an advocate. In verse 2, the Pharisees were quarreling because they plucked the corn on the Sabbath. And Jesus defended the disciples for plucking the corn on the Sabbath. Christ, our advocate, has come to free his followers. He used the law of precedent. Law of precedence was what Jesus used in verses 3 to 5. He asked them, did you not remember in the laws how David ate the holy bread? You remember when David was running away from Saul and he got to uh, Ahimelech and he told him all kind of story 
and he said, we are hungry, give us food quickly. He said, has any of your men had anything to do with women in recent days? I said, ah, we, we, are, we can't even do such a thing. He said, how can David eat the shoe bread? He said, how can the priest profane the temple? He said, Jesus said, in fact, one greater than the temple is here. If I was one of the disciples of Jesus that day, what did you think I would have done? I would have run away. Why Jesus was still talking? Because we were plucking corn on the Sabbath. Whether you pluck corn on the Sabbath or you pluck corn on the ordinary day, Jesus, the advocate with the Father, will defend you in the name of Jesus. If you follow him. You have to follow him if you want him to defend you. And in 1 Samuel chapter 21, verses 2 to 6, David and his company, they truly ate the holy bread. My beloved brothers and sisters, so there was an offense. There was an offense. But Jesus defended his disciples. It was not the only time that he defended his disciples. Remember when they said the disciples did not wash their hands before eating? Jesus said, what is the meaning of this? It is not what is inside that makes you unclean, but what comes out from the, from the inside. Again, they, they, they said, oh, everybody is fa- fasting. Even the disciples of John the Baptist were fasting, and your disciples were not fasting. What did Jesus say? Do you remember? He said, how can they fast when the bridegroom is still with them? Excuse me, when the day of fasting came, did they fast or not? Jesus was merely defending them. Let me tell you, whatever the situation and circumstance you are facing, today we will pray and Jesus will defend you. Is the advocate of the defenseless, the advocate of the accused, the advocate of the innocent. That's what verse 7 says to me. That's what Jesus said in verse 7. He said, why are you accusing the innocent? Innocence does not mean that you have not done anything. Because innocence, if you go and look at the definition of the word innocence, it does not mean you haven't done anything. It only means that it is possible to absolve you. God will absolve you of every iniquity in your life in the name of Jesus. And he will look down from heaven and he will free you totally in the name of Jesus. Christ was defending them not only because of lawlessness, He was defending them because of necessity in their lives. The second thing the disciples did, they remained with the defender. Please tell somebody by your side, say, remain with the defender. They remained with Jesus. Why the the matter was hot? They were supposed to be running away. Like, ah, they will catch us. And we, because we are plucking the corn on the Sabbath. Not be, the, the Pharisees did not accuse them for plucking the corn. Let's read our Bible very well when we get home. They were not accused for plucking the corn. They were accused for plucking it on the Sabbath. But the defender, if you remain with the defender... The Pharisees cared less about the necessity and need of the disciples. And that is what the believers face every day. People who are, people who are after you, they care less about your necessity. They care less about your need. As a matter of fact, 
sometimes the world wants you to do to dance to their tune. When I was going to leave the bank where I was chairman, I waited for the day of election for second for another term. And I was sitting in the hall. There was no other person to contest against me. So it was only one person. Just yes or no was what we needed. And after they said yes, of course I was going to the seminary at that time. <laughs> I rose up to give the chairman's final speech. I said, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. This is going to be the last time, the last day that I will be the chairman of the board of this bank. Everybody said, no, ah, did they do something for you, evangelist? Did they do something for you? I said, no, nobody did anything to me. It's just that I have finished the task that I have come to perform here. The bank is now sane. The bank is now logical. The bank is now running well. Everybody, my beloved brothers and sisters, it was a glorious day in my life. I like the day of living than the day of entry. When the Lord Almighty graciously opposed you in the hollow of his hands, when you can look back and wave your hand to heaven and say, thank you, Jesus, the Lord will give you opportunity to finish every race gloriously in the name of Jesus. My beloved sisters and brothers, listen to me and listen very attentively. The first thing I told you is that the disciples followed the advocate. They followed him. They followed the advocate. Brakule, please come. Oga, Oga, please come. Oga, Matthew. Come. Michael. Brakule, go and walk anywhere you like. Anywhere you like. <laughs> Oga Michael, did you know where he was going? So why were you following him? Follow Jesus. Tell the person by your side, say, follow Jesus. You follow. Sometimes it looks as if you are going to get into a ditch. You say, Jesus, there's a ditch in front of us. Ah, Jesus, ah. And Jesus says, follow me. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Your ways are not my ways. As the heavens are far from the earth, so are my thoughts far from your yours and my ways from yours. That's number one. Number two, they remained with Jesus. They remained with the defender because they knew that nothing will overpower Jesus Christ. Jeremiah asked God in Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 17. He said, Ha, Lord God, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power. Is there anything too difficult for you? God did not answer him until verse 27. Jeremiah 32 27. God says, I am the God of all flesh. Nothing is too difficult for me. Excuse me. If there is a problem that you brought to church today, please don't take it home. Because Jesus will not even allow you to take that problem home today. You will drop the problem at the foot of the cross. 
Remain with Jesus Christ. That is what a believer's face daily. In Romans chapter 8, you know, Apostle Paul said, he was quoting David. He was quoting David in Psalm 44 verse 22. He said, for your sake, we are being killed every day. We are being led as sheep to the slaughter. But he said, but nay, in all these things, we are what? We are more than conquerors. Daily, you are facing trials. You are facing tribulation. Paul faced all kinds of difficulties. And that's why he was quoting Psalm 44 verse 22. He says, for your sakes, my beloved brothers and sisters, that problem that is weighing you down, the defender of the defenseless is here with you today. Remain with him. Be stubborn about being with Jesus. I'm telling you something. I was born into the Baptist family. I'm a Baptist by birth and by inclination. Although both my son and my wife, we started a Baptist church in Nigeria. The University Baptist Church in Obomosho. We are restless people. And when we got to England, we started the, 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 the University Baptist Church in Obomosho as students. We were students in the seminary when we started it. At the same time, we were building the seminary, we were building, we were building the church. By the special grace of God, when we got to England, the first thing that happened to me is I started asking myself, are we going to be here like this in the midst of people perishing? For God's sake, please don't allow people to perish in your own very eyes. This church has not been built as a showpiece. It has been built as a place of worship. The disciples of Jesus, they remained with him. They had a choice of running away, they did not. Don't allow anything to separate you from the defender. Paul says, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, nor height, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus the Lord. Remain with the defender. No matter what is going on, let me tell you, if they are planning anything against you, sincerely speaking, if you believe me this morning, you will see the power of the Lord. Do nothing to it. What did I say you should do, please? Do nothing. Just stay by the side of Jesus and say, Lord Jesus, did you just hear that? Did you just see that? He will not descend. Say, I saw it. You just follow me. And then you continue to follow him. Say, ah, Jesus, when? When the Lord turned again the captivity unto Zion, the children of Israel said, we are like them that dream. God will turn away, he will, he will bring back unto you the captivity of Zion and you will be like them that dream. Let me tell you something. They said, laughter filled our mouth and joy filled our heart. They said, our neighbors said, there are neighbors who have been mocking them. They now came to them, they said, the Lord is with these people. Therefore, they are rejoicing. People who have been laughing at you, they are coming back to laugh with you. Those who have been laughing, say, ah, look at him. Ah, his case is irredeemable. There is no irredeemable case before Jesus. The disciples will have been jailed that day 
if they were not defended by the defender of the guiltless, but they remained with him, even if they ran away, they would have go back to go and arrest them. Beloved brothers and sisters, I was invited into miscellaneous offenses bureau, they used to call them in those days. Now I think they call them EFCC. They invited me. They wrote a letter to me that they wanted to see me. I did not know that people don't go there. I went. I went with, in fact, I went in a glove in hand with my wife. And when we got there, one young man just came. He started frustrating. I said, sir, I don't know you, sir. You don't know me, sir. Please tell your driver to take mommy and disappear from this place. I said, why? He said, ah, sir, uh, how about my brothers and my sisters? I don't have a, a daughter. How can you be asking of sisters? I said, mm, you don't know me. He said, ah, yes, I, I know, sir. I don't know you. Tell mommy to run away with the car. Because they will deflate the tires and you will not be able to take away the car. He said, ah, sir, so I will see you later, sir. Thank you, sir. And he went away. He didn't know us. God only sent him to us. So my wife went away with the car. They went to one restaurant that was no GSM. I had my cellular phone. The Motorola we were buying in those days. But that my wife had none. So there is no way to communicate with her. So when I got there, they took my Motorola first. And they wanted to take my Bible. I said, ah, that one you cannot take. This one is the only thing that nobody takes from me. I said, until you tell me what I have done, why I'm here, you will not take this Bible from me. And they said, let him go, let him go with it. And when I got there, I saw so many people in suit. I was in suit too. Oh, a sister, are you also affected? Oh, everybody crying. I said, I said what, what is the thing that we have done? Then everybody was saying, you see, they, they implicated me, sir. They implicated me. I said, implicated you about what? Because I didn't know why I was there. I didn't know I should not have come. So, when I got there and I was praying for everybody in the room, so they must have seen me. They said, call him in first. He will be the first to be dealt with. When I got inside, they all sat down and I was standing for about one minute. Nobody offered me a chair. I just grabbed a chair and I sat down. <laughs> and then the chairman said, stand up. I said, why? I said, I'm older than you. How can you ask an older person to stand up? I can't stand up. He said, okay, let's start his matter. What's his name again? They're bringing the woman. They brought in the woman. And when the woman came, the woman said, ah, he's the man I told you who helped me to recover some of the money. I said, Mrs., I don't want to mention her name. <laughs> because many of you will know her. So is you who asked them to invite me? I didn't know I was in trouble. <laughs> and the chairman said, so what are you trying to say now? She said, no, he didn't take any money from me. He helped me to speak to them, to release some of my money, and they released it. That's why I wrote his name there in the statement. So the chairman said, what, so why is he here now? <sighs> my beloved brothers and sisters, by the time I was sitting down outside, I read the whole of the book of James from beginning to the end. <laughs> I am telling you, as the Lord lives in heaven, 
the chairman stood up. He saw me out. Everybody outside, they were standing up like this. How can one man walk in? And, and I told him, I need to go and get my cellular. He said, wait, sir. He called somebody. He said, go and bring his cellular. And he brought my cellular. I said, where are you going for me? I said, ah, I have sent my car away because I understand you will deflate it. And he said, his driver should come. Take me to wherever I wanted. Now I started looking for my wife. My driver, Rasaki, just immediately saw me. And I told the man to stop. And that's how I joined my family again. My beloved brothers and sisters, God will defend you where you face defenseless situation in the name of Jesus. The Bible says to me, in Numbers 21, verse 21, it says, there is no, it says, there is no iniquity in Jacob. There is no transgression in Israel. The Lord, their God, is their God. Verse 22. In verse 23, he said, therefore, no enchantment, no divination against you. By the time when I needed money to go and do my PhD, Ikuyi Baptist Church rose up. Did you not? Old Samifa Baptist Church rose up. Did they not? A friend I met in Aso Villa through Baboba Sojo, Emmanuel Lotiochu. I have never seen him since then. He sent money to me and my wife from London. He said, I understand that you are suffering. I said, we are not suffering. But they from Shepherd E. Baptist Church sent $5,000 to us in one day. Listen, what are you looking for, my brother? Let the defender of the defenseless defend you. Don't defend yourself. Thou shalt not steal. But my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. Let me go straight to number three. Because there are four. Embrace the author of life. Embrace. Embrace the author of life. Who has a wife here, please? Raise your hand very well. Is your wife near you? If your wife is near you, please embrace madame and let us see. The man is afraid of embracing in public. <laughs> Embrace Jesus. Embrace him. He wants to be embraced. I thank God for Ikoyi Baptist Church. Today is one glorious day, sir. We sang, we were dancing, we everybody, we were, we, we, we were rolling, we were, we, we, let people dance and rejoice in the Embrace the author of life. Jesus freed and acquitted his disciples. The world may want to accuse you or anything. Jesus will free you if you embrace the author of life. Let me give you the last one. Enjoy the Lord of the Sabbath. I will not waste your time in this one. Brakunli and Bramike, please don't be angry with me. Please come. I cannot act Jesus. I am too small to act Jesus. Pastor is Jesus. 
Reverend Dunya Bimbola, will now be asking Pastor, why are your disciples? He will now be asking me. Ask Pastor, ask Pastor, why is disciples who are eating corn on the Sabbath? Thank you very much. Why you are eating corn? Were the disciples suffering or enjoying? If I say enjoy the Lord of the Sabbath, Jesus said, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. stand in the name of Jesus. Every authority that is standing against your matter shall be quashed today in the name of Jesus. Those of you who they were owing you money and they are refusing to pay, the heaven releases your money today in the name of Jesus. Anybody who has any sickness in his body, begin to shake the body now. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. In the name of Jesus. Those sicknesses will fall down today in the name of Jesus. My God will defend your matter in the name of Jesus. Beloved of the Lord, the message God has sent me to you today is very, very simple and straightforward. He has told me that he has freed you to enjoy life in abundance. And is that word free that I've used in explaining it to you? F, follow Jesus the advocate. R, remain with the defender of the defenseless. E, embrace the author of life. E, enjoy the Lord of the Sabbath. Rise up and let us pray.